0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Outspoken. I am your host, Pastor Brewster Smith. I am so happy (laughs) to finally be back on this show. I'm happy to uh, have all of this stuff that was going on in my personal life um, over with, hopefully. Um, I I think my end of it is done. I really hope it is. Um, You're going to have to excuse me. Uh, My cough is back, and... um, I'm I'm going to start taking antibiotics for it. For all of you that know me, I hate taking medicine. I I hate it to the moon and back. Uh, But it looks like that if I want to quit coughing and all of that stuff, that uh, it's my only option at this point. So um, I'm going to go get me some antibiotics filled and uh, my coughing... Should be, uh, we seating here soon, but I've got me a towel here, and, um, uh, I'll cough into the towel, and they won't, uh, shatter your eardrums when I cough, so. It ain't COVID, uh, I don't need nobody worrying about that, it's not COVID, um, I've already tested that, and we're good on that aspect, um, <coughs> my issue was that I had pleurisy, uh, which is like my third time now having it, and, um, i decided that it was a good idea to smoke a cigar, and uh, it gave me pleurisy, even though they told me not to smoke cigars. So for all of you out there that is smoking cigarettes or cigars, let me be the first to tell you, it's not a good idea. You need to go ahead and stop, put them down, it's going to end up killing you. Um, it's not a sin to smoke, but I'll tell you this, it's a sin against your body, you'll you'll die an early age, and uh, it's just not worth it. It is really not worth it. I don't care what you do. You can do on pouches in. Um, I dip uh, Copenhagen wintergreen packs. So, I mean, it's... I know it's not a better alternative, but let me tell you something. It's better than having to cough every five seconds like I'm having to do. So, hopefully we can make it through this (coughs) episode without a lot of um, coughing fits. And um, the one thing I like about doing these episodes so late... I've had people ask me, why do you do your podcast so late in the evening? You know, most people, they do it at like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Why do you decide to always do your episodes at like 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night? And I'll tell you why. First of all, uh, I'm a night owl. So I'm up to about 4 or 5 in the morning. And I work from, 2 p- uh, from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. So by the time I get home, uh, get a bath... And get all of my stuff together. It's usually about 12 o'clock when I sit down. Um, I know some of you say, well, you could wake up at 10, 11 o'clock and do the podcast and then go back to sleep. <coughs> Once I'm up, I'm up, folks. So this is just how I do it. and I think it's better because it gives you the whole day to come back and listen to it. Take notes, whatever you need to do. And it gives me time to get all of these news articles up and um, get it ready to go. And... Um, So, yeah, that's just my, that's just my, uh, theory. That's my, uh, way of doing it. So, everybody has their own way, but I want to thank all of you, um, outspoken listeners that listen to this show every time. Um, I have some, uh, devoted listeners to this show, and I, I really appreciate it, um, I've been going through a lot the past couple of weeks, and uh, these past uh, yesterday and today has been, I mean, you talking about stress, these two days have been stressful, but uh, God got us through it, and uh, we knew He would, and uh, I just, all of the people that was involved, I pray for them, and uh, just pray that God uh, has His way uh, from here going out. But, uh, getting off that, let's go ahead and get on the topic for the day. Juan DeSantis versus Gavin Newsom, red state versus blue state. The uh, the debate with Sean Hannity just wrapped up. Uh, that's another reason I like doing these uh, shows so late because if you do the uh, uh, your podcast at two, three o'clock and you have a presidential debate or uh, some kind of debate at eight, nine o'clock at night, you have to wait all the way to the next day to do it. And I'm just not one of them people. I'm not a patient person. So uh, let's go ahead and talk about it. I think Juan DeSantis. Uh, as far as throwing uh facts out there, throwing numbers uh, at Gavin, I thought that Ron DeSantis did a great job as far as uh sticking with the facts, not getting personal, but sticking with the facts. Uh Gavin Newsom. Uh, he was more uh cultivating. Uh he brought the crowd into it. Which there wasn't a crowd, but if there would have been, he would have bought the crowd into it more. Uh I think Ron DeSantis was stale. I don't think that he was uh, enthusiastic. You know, it's like when you're watching a Trump debate. It's hilarious. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. Uh, DeSantis ain't that guy. Uh, I will say this. Chris Christie, Nikki Haley, those people, they're entertaining to watch. Uh, and Vivek Ramaswamy, when he gets into it with them, it's cultivating. It keeps you, um, it keeps you, uh, in the loop, I guess you should say. Um, If you're just sitting there watching two politicians just throw out numbers, you're going to get bored pretty easy. You need your candidate to keep you on the edge of your seat, keep you in the moment. And uh, I think Gavin Newsom did that better than uh, Ron DeSantis. So, I'm going to go ahead and start off with the first one. Uh, This was when the debate first started. First question. And uh, this is straight out of the gate. Uh, This... uh, DeSantis came out with this. Uh, Like I said, I think DeSantis actually did better, and I'll I'll say this loud, I don't care. I think DeSantis did this debate better than he debates the Republicans on stage, such as Vivek and uh, Nikki and all of them. I think he actually debated uh, Gavin Newsom better than uh, most of the Republicans. But this was the first insult that was thrown out uh, of the night if you want to call it an insult. I, I I think it was, but um by uh Juan DeSantis. But listen to uh listen to it and tell me what you think. Um, what, Governor, What's going on?
1: When I was in the Navy, I got orders to go to Naval Amphibious Base Coronado in Southern California. And I was a lifeline Floridian, but I went there and I was like, man, this is one of the most beautiful places on Earth. And I think California has more natural advantages than any state in the country. You almost have to try to mess California up. And yeah, that's what Gavin Newsom has done since he's been governor. He's the first governor to ever lose population. They actually at one point ran out of U-Hauls in the state of California because so many people were. Leaving, of course. course, he's imposed. Re-
0: right. So it's cutting, uh, cutting in and out there. Uh, but he threw, he threw out that insult, right, saying that uh, Gavin Newsom is so bad that his state is running out of U-Hauls to move all of the people, in which that was a true fact. And of course, uh, Gavin Newsom sat there the whole time laughing about it. Uh, trying to act like it didn't happen, which we all know it did, all of these people, folks, and I've met a few of them, they, they work where I'm at, and they, I've worked with them at other jobs, they have come down here from California. Why? Because of the fact that Gavin Newsom and all of these Democrat politicians, they have failed. They have failed. You, they can't be trusted to run their state. Crime is out the roof. Uh, and it's just, it's a horrible place to live. <coughs> you, you've you got women, and I'm glad that Ron DeSantis brought this up. You've got women that is uh, actually taking their jewelry off before they walk down the streets of California because they are afraid of being mugged on the street. You've got people that are defecating all over the sidewalks. DeSantis brought that up too. We're going to play that clip. Um, he also brought up the, uh, the books, all of these people wanting to, uh, uh, groom your kids and, and all of that. He brought all of that up and Gavin Newsom had no defense to it because of the fact it was all true. It was all true. So I, I think at the same time, um, Ron DeSantis fell into the same trap too because, Gavin Newsom threw out some insults, and Ron DeSantis couldn't protect himself because any time that he would say that's not true, Gavin Newsom would come out and say, well, Donald Trump actually called you out on that one. So uh, he he did that one on the, uh, he was wanting to ban fracking and all of that, where DeSantis did want to ban fracking. He voted to ban it. (sighs) But now he's saying that we need to be uh, energy independent and all of this. He's actually the one, the bandit. So Gavin Newsom, he had a couple of points on that. So it's I'm going to see if I can play the rest of it here. I think it's finally loaded here. Um, but take a listen to the rest of this, if it'll play, and and uh, I'll tell you my thoughts.
1: Restrictions on his own people, while exempting himself from those restrictions and going to the French Laundry, while his people were suffering, he led the country in school closures, locking kids out of school, while he had his own kids in private school in person. Now he's very good at spinning these these tales. He's good at, at being slick and slippery. He'll he'll tell a blizzard of lies to be able to try to mask the failures. But the reality is. They have failed because of his leftist ideology. And the choice for America is this. What Biden and Harris and Newsom want to do is take the California model and do that nationally. In Florida, we showed that conservative principles work. This country must choose freedom over failure.
0: All right. So there it is. And – After that, Gavin Newsom came out and said, what do you know about freedom? You're taking away women's right to abort, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Have you noticed how every time that uh, Democrats start losing a debate, the first thing that gets said is, oh, you're against abortion, you're not freedom, whatever. Uh, That's always the first go-to. And none of that was true as well, and DeSantis actually covered that. (coughs) Let's go up here to the next one. Uh, DeSantis pulls out a map showing all of the uh, uh, people defecating all over the streets of California. Take a listen to this. an app
1: where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a, a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own. I I want to get in with the limited time we have left. I want to get
0: there too. And Newsom started saying that's complete nonsense, even though it was true. So DeSantis came prepared on that. So once again, he's throwing facts out. Um, And and that's what I don't think um, uh, Gavin Newsom was ready for. I really don't. Then DeSantis switches into his pocket. Now, this right here is where I get disappointed with Fox News, and I'm going to explain it after this. But uh, he pulls out a uh, picture of a book that is actually in the libraries of California showing male-on-male sex and uh, oral sex and... Uh, how to masturbate, and all of this stuff, and DeSantis tells you about it. Listen to
1: this. I actually have something that I brought that some parents have objected to. So this is a book that's in some of the schools in California. Florida, this is not consistent with our standards, called Gender Queer. I, it's, some of it's blacked out. You would not probably be able to put this on air. This is pornography. It's cartoons. It's aimed at children, uh, and it's wrong. So this should not be in schools. Uh, when people like on the left say that somehow you're banning books by removing this from a young kid's classroom, no, this is not age-appropriate. And so we're going to stand for the rights of parents. I think we need to do that nationwide. I don't think you can have a situation where some states just trample on the rights of parents. Parents have a fundamental right to direct the education and upbringing of their kids.
0: Uh, So, as soon as that happened, see, I watched this debate from beginning to end because I wanted to see this. Uh, I didn't know who would win because I just don't think DeSantis is good at debating. But actually, he surprised me tonight. I I thought DeSantis actually did a pretty good job bringing out the facts, laying them out on the line, and letting us, the American people, decide whose governing policies is better. California, which is Democrat, or Florida, which is Republican. Which one's better? And I'll give uh, uh, credit where credit's due. I think Sean Hannity... I think Sean Hannity did a great job, too. But here's where I get a little ticked off. Fox News actually panned out whenever uh, he pulled these pictures up. And if you stop the video, and I'm getting all of these videos from uh, Citizen Free Press on Truth Social. If you look at the video and you, and, uh, before they pan out, DeSantis has took a Sharpie, or I'm sure one of his staff members did, took a Sharpie and actually marked out all of the explicit parts Of the book, but he's showing you like what positions they're in and stuff like that. Hey, folks, why ain't Fox News, why ain't Newsmax, why ain't all of these news stations showing this? Well, it's explicit. If a four year old, if they're shoving this down the throats of a four year old kid, making them sit in a classroom, I think the American people deserve to see. What they're forcing on our children inside the school system. So shame on Fox News. This is I, I know I'm, I'm probably going to get heat on this. Shame on Fox News for panning out on that. We need to see what they're showing our kids. We have a right to see what they are showing our kids. These people are perverts. They shouldn't be nowhere allowed or anywhere near kids. And uh, they're pedophiles. Uh, if you go to a uh, public park right now. Hold on. Let me stop this real quick. If you go to a public park right now with one of these books and you show these kids graphic photos like what they're showing in uh, elementary school, middle school, and high school, folks, you will go to prison. Not only will you go to prison, you you will be put on the sex offender registry. But when they do it inside of a middle school in California or inside of an elementary school in California, they say they're doing it out of the name of education. That is wrong, folks. That is straight up wrong. Now, take a listen to this. Here's another clip. Citizen Free Press, Truth Social, go ahead and roll
1: it. Let me just say something about parents' rights, because he says California respects parents' rights. This is rich. He's been telling a lot of whoppers tonight, this may be the biggest. In California, if you're a parent in Iowa or New Hampshire or South Carolina, your minor child... Can go to California without your knowledge or without your consent and get hormone therapy, puberty blockers, and a sex change operation, yeah. all without you knowing or consenting. How in the heck is that you know honoring parents' rights when you're bringing people from out of state to go around their parents' backs and getting life altering surgeries? That is radical. That you know, is extreme. Ron, these kids that is just an assault on live. parents' rights. You know what? Ron, it's not for you is, to decide. These, it's for the, to it's decide. for the parents to decide. And the these parents do not want their kids survive. Survive. going I to these other honestly, things. Let me stay on a follow up. Let's they turn to, to the issue of Where's education. Your decency and humanity and decency let's of taking, ripping somebody away from their family. Nobody can hear you. That is the wrong. All right.
0: So I want to play the beginning of this again. And uh, my nose is starting to get stopped up, if y'all can't tell, so just bear with me. I'm telling you, here's what my issue is. Tennessee weather is starting to get to me. At the age of 26, Tennessee weather's getting to me. Uh, It's all the time changing. It can't decide if it's cold or hot, cold or hot. My body just, it's just, it don't know what to do. It's freaking out. Uh, So, getting back to the topic. I'm going to play the beginning of this, and I want you to think about this. Gavin Newsom is actually trying to defend
1: this. Take a listen. Let me just say something about parents' rights, because he says California respects parents' rights. This is rich. He's been telling a lot of whoppers tonight, this may be the biggest. In California, if you're a parent in Iowa or New Hampshire or South Carolina, your minor child can go to California without your knowledge or without your consent and get hormone therapy, puberty blockers, and a sex change operation, all without you knowing or consenting.
0: And the look on Gavin Newsom's face right there tells the whole story. I want you to think about this, folks. You have a Democrat that is standing on stage on Fox News telling you, the American people, he he looked at DeSantis and he said, Where's the decency, man? Where's the uh where's the kindness and the love and how is it loving kindness to have a six year old kid go behind no parents back, go to California, have a sex change operation, and yeah, I said six year old, it's happening to them too. Parents are sending them to California to have these uh, sex change operations because it's banned in their state. A 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, who, I don't care. Anybody below the age of 18 can sneak behind their parents' back, go to California, have a life altering operation where they cut off their breasts, cut off their genitals, and their whole lives be changed. And Gavin Newsom is sitting right here trying to defend it and actually has the audacity to tell Juan DeSantis that he doesn't have kindness and doesn't have human compassion Right there, folks, proves that Gavin Newsom's a scum bag. He is scum of the earth. Actually, He's is a piece going. of crap. So, I'm going to go ahead and play this one as well. Uh, let me find it here and make sure to stop it. Uh, I thought I had autoplay off, but I don't. Uh, okay, so we done watched that one. Alright, so at the end of it, uh, Kay- Kaylee McEnany, uh, McEnany, or however you say her name, Uh, As Trump likes to refer to her as milk toast, whatever that's supposed to mean. Um, This is her opinion of what happened tonight. It's just 10 seconds long, so bear with me. And uh, then we'll talk about something else. Go ahead and listen to this. Also pulling out the map of the, the feces in San Francisco. Another strong and powerful moment. So I think the clear winner, Ron DeSantis, in a nearly impossible task for Gavin Newsom. And the reason it was impossible was because Gavin Newsom came with identity politics. Democrats always do identity politics, folks. Well, the blacks, the browns, the uh, uh, the transgenders. It's always identity. As far as the working man, how to build this country, how to build the economy, how to uh, uh, do all of that, how to lower gas prices, how to do all of that, they don't have jack. They can't tell you nothing. They can't tell you how to build this country up. Uh, all they do is identity politics because they think that that's what's winning them elections. So there's the, uh, uh, all of the uh, updates as far as that goes. Uh, before we get off here, I, I want to say um, we've got nine minutes to talk about this. And I want to make sure that I make my point known on this. And uh, I might have to blow my, my nose before I even talk. Man, Tennessee weather, you need to uh <laughs> pick a degrees and stick with it. If you're going to be hot, cool. If you're going to be cold, cool. I don't care. But pick one, stick with it. Jeez, Louise. I apologize to all of you that's listening to this. I didn't know he was going to be this bad. I I knew that I I I blew my nose, washed my hands. I I I was set to go. And then uh about 5 minutes in, I just felt my nose start stopping up. So, um I might have to stop for a second and uh, do that, but I'm going to try to make it the next eight minutes. So, George Soros in New York, they're going to try to get him kicked out of Congress, and I, folks, I've been arguing with people today about, uh, about this. Well, if they kick out George Santos, we're going to lose the majority. Let me ask you folks something. What has the Republicans done with the House majority since we gave it to them? Name me one thing that they've done that made your life better. Name me one. Have we impeached Joe Biden? No. Have we impeached, uh, Mayorkas? No. Have we done, have we held Anthony Fauci accountable? No. Have we held Hunter Biden accountable? No. Have they brought the inflation rate down? No. Have they brought gas prices down? No. Have they released the J6ers? Have they tried to, uh, bring them any justice? No. They haven't done nothing, folks. And I, I, I Folks, I'm going to go down the list of everything that uh, 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 George Sor- George, Soros, George Santos has been indicted for, okay? And I want you to tell me who this sounds like. 23 felonies in the United States. Nine of them is wire fraud. Three of them count for money laundering. Two, two counts of theft of public funds. Two counts of making materially false statements to the House of Representatives. One count of conspiracy to commit offenses against the United States. One count of making false statements to the uh, FEC. Two counts of falsifying a record or document. Two counts of aggravated identity theft. One count of unlawful monetary transactions over $10,000. And besides that, folks, he's also got an indictment in Brazil for check fraud back in 2008... That he has pled that he has pled guilty for has come out and said that he did it. Uh, this is the guy that said that he was a Jew, even though that he wasn't. <coughs> all of this stuff, and all of these people's trying to come out and defend him. Well, look at what Biden is doing. Look at what Biden's doing, folks. I get that, and I understand that, and I agree with it. But here's my point: we need to hold everybody to the same accountability. Everybody has to answer to the same piper. We're wanting to impeach and imprison Joe Biden, who is 82 years old at this point, for the same things that George Santos is doing right here. The same exact crime. And you're telling me that you're wanting to send an 82-year-old man to prison, which I want to send him to prison too. He deserves it. But you're wanting to spare George Santos so you can keep the majority... For a bunch of Republicans who care nothing about you, who has done absolutely nothing for you, just so you can keep the majority so you can say you've done something. Folks, that is a shame. That is, that, that right there, you can't do that. You can't do that. You cannot, uh, you can't pardon one. And charge the other for the same thing. You can't do it. George Santos is 35 years old. You're wanting to throw an 82 year old man in prison. Or 81. I don't even know how old he is. You're wanting to throw Joe Biden in prison. For the same exact crime. That a 35 year old is doing. And you're wanting to let the 35 year old off the hook. Because you have a four-seat majority and you're wanting to hold on to it. Even though they haven't done nothing with it. Folks, that to me is absolutely... It's asinine to me. That you would want to keep George Santos in office at this point. I am sure that there would be somebody else that, that is more suitable for the job. George Santos can't be trusted. And if you can't be trusted... With just day-to-day operations. We ain't even talking about politics here. We're talking about day-to-day operations. He don't even know if he's straight or gay. Apparently now he's openly gay. He was married to a woman from 2012 to 2019. Despite previously being out, but lived with men he was involved with from 2013 on. In October of 22, he told the media, I am openly gay. have never had an issue with my sexual identity in the past decade. Two months later, he said in another interview, I did marry young, and I married a young woman at the time, and we pretty much were in love. Friends, former co-workers, and roommates, Santos has had throughout his adult life say that he has never left any doubt that he was gay. So one minute he's saying, well, I was straight, and then the next minute he says, well, I'm gay now. Then I'm straight. Folks, he don't even know if he's straight or gay. I mean, this guy here, he lies so much. The only guy that I have found that lies more than George uh, Santos is Joe Biden. He's the only one. I'm sorry, folks. If we want to bring any legitimacy back to the Republican Party, we have got to hold the same people accountable. When the Republicans mess up, hold them accountable. When the Democrats mess up, hold them accountable. It all starts there. But the Democrats will never, <coughs> not only the Democrats, give me one second, give me a sip of water. Not only the Democrats, but the American people, they will never be able to take Washington D.C. seriously when you've got a group of people picking sides. Look at what. Look at what the Democrats do. Why do you think people hate Democrats? Because they're doing the same thing. And if the Republicans go down the same road... Look, the Republicans is already on a slippery slope. They're already losing trust of the American people. They, I mean, look at the RNC. Four years ago, they had $60 million in their bank account from donations. Now they're sitting at 9100000 million. They've lost that much money because people ain't donating to them. Because when, uh, when we have a candidate that's running on America First policies... Ronald McDaniel's deciding to go get lip injections instead of putting it towards the America First candidate. Folks, we are losing the Republican Party. And if we lose the Republican Party, the Democrats will win forever. And I just don't see Donald Trump leaving the Republican Party and starting a third party. I wish he would, because I hate the Republican Party. I hate the Democrat Party. I hate them both. But at this point, you got to choose the lesser of the two evils. And where we stand right now, we're losing the The Republican Party. And if we go down this road where we say, okay, George Santos, we're going to give you a slap on the hand," but Joe Biden, we're going to impeach you, we're going to try to throw you in prison for the same exact crime. We're going down a path that we do not want to go down in this country. All right, folks, before we get off here, uh, I want to give a shout out to a... Awesome company. I am not getting paid to say this, by the way. I'm just wanting to make sure you know that now. Uh, Blend 411 So, what I'm wanting to uh, talk to you about today on this is uh, Blend It is a free app that you can download. You can create a free account. <coughs> Have you ever been to a grocery store, and you're walking down the aisle, and you pick something up, and you look at the co- name of the company, and you ask yourself, man, I wonder if this company aligns with my political values, if they align with my moral values. Um and you you stand there in the aisle for twenty minutes looking up looking up this company to try to find uh if they if they do or not. Well here's the thing folks you don't have to do that no more. Brand four one one download that app it's a free app. Uh download it today create you a free uh free account. Uh, you can find them Uh, On Truth Social, at Bland411. You can enter any brand name to uncover the parent company and gain insight into their values and operations. For example, if you, uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go to it right here and uh, give you an example. So I am on my app right now. I know you can't see it, but I'm on the app, bland Four One One. I was looking uh, before we came in here. We went uh, uh, went to the restroom, and I saw on my sink that we have Crest toothpaste. Uh, my wife picks all of this. I, I don't. I hate shopping, so she goes out and gets all of this. Uh, so I said I'm gonna go ahead and try it. So if you type in Crest, let me go ahead and do it. Crest toothpaste, and it, you look it up. It pulls up that it is owned by the Procter and Gamble Company, and if you look down. It says LGBTQ plus laser company Blonde features trans man and ad. Uh, they own the same uh, laser company. Well, guess what? You know that the parent company OverQuest is aligned with the LGBTQ community, and uh, you, it, it's not with your values. So it's that easy. It's that simple. And uh, you can stand right there in the aisle, and you can put that toothpaste back and say, Nope, I'm not buying that today because they don't align with my. Uh, my moral values. So there you go. The name of that app is called Brand411. All you got to do is look that up. You can find them on Truth Social at Brand11. Now, once again, I did not get paid for that. Uh, I just found that app and uh, I told them on Truth Social that I'm going to talk about them on every show. I'm going to make sure that they get a following because they deserve it. And it's a great company that uh, puts you a, that puts your values before profit. And that's what I love about that company. Uh, also, I want you to check out Olive Oil Divine. There's another great company that you can find on Truth Social. Uh, awesome company. Uh, you, if if you're looking for actual olive oil that is really good, olive oil is really good for your blood vessels. It's really good for your body. Uh, olive oil is very big in the Word of God. It actually stands in the Hebrew. It's actually Eliyah. It's actually got God's name in it. Uh, when God, when Jesus gave the uh, 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 when Jesus told his uh, disciples, "I want you to go out and preach the gospel," he did, or the Great Commission is what they call it. He did that on the Mount of Olives, so olives plays a big part uh, in the Bible, but it also plays a big part in your health. And you can also buy anointing oil, and uh, the price of it is amazing: seven dollars and seventy-seven cents, seven seven uh, seven. This is a great uh, Christian company, uh, and they they really love the customers. They love God and they love this country. So check them out on Truth Social, Olive Oil Divine and uh, you can also check out uh, Bland411 on Truth Social as well. God bless all of you. I'm Pastor Brewster Smith. We will see you tomorrow night on the next episode of Outspoken.